The Anton Savage Show on News Talk. The Biden visit. It ended last night, I think around one o'clock in the morning, as Joe Biden got onto Air Force One in Dublin Airport and flew back to um, Washington. One of the most encomiastic visits of a, an American president in Irish history. There is always a sort of a, a tipping of the cap and some generalised praise about what a nice place we are. But it's not often you see a president stay misty-eyed for four solid days about being in Ireland and describe addressing the joint sitting of the Oireachtas as one of the highlights of their career, particularly when that career has included two terms as vice president, uh, one term as president and a long and storied history as a US. Senator. So we'll have a bit of analysis on the the legacy of the visit, but we'll also have the latest on what happened yesterday in Ballina. And two of our uh, best were there, Sean Defoe, Bauer Media political correspondent, to give us the political impact and import. And Henry McKean, News Talk reporter, who of course set a high bar for every other reporter this week by managing to risk life and limb in front of the Secret Service to get a selfie off Joe Biden. Congratulations, Henry. Nicely done. Oh, Anton, Anton, I have to say, uh, yesterday uh, evening in Ballinot, I did have two detectives that followed me around everywhere I went. Uh, and I think there was a reason for that. But uh, if, it was, if only that was a permanent status, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was it was a very very special night, and obviously that the selfie was special too. And yeah, the rain kept falling, and they were handing out ponchos, and I wore one of those, and I actually handed out some myself. But then it stopped, and he made this amazing, uh, you know, fantastic twenty minute uh, address, and also Mary Robinson spoke well. The Coronas were excellent, and the Chieftains were just beyond fantastic. We think across of about 20,000 were there. But for me, my moment was Marine One. I, I think there's up to three Marine Ones. So that's the helicopter. I, I think the president was in it. I'm not entirely sure. It flew low along the River Moy, just behind me, came out of nowhere. It was just like something out of a movie, something truly special. A rainbow popped up as well at some point. And the young mayor, Mark Duffy, spoke beautifully. And for me also, it was the youth. It was the youth and Mayo for Sam. And uh, we had the Mayo uh, team there. We had the men and the ladies there. And he actually said Mayo for Sam. It was a mic drop moment. It was just something else. But it was all about the youth, really, because if you watched it on the television last night, you'd have seen a huge crowd of young people, about a 100 and different different flags, uh, Irish, of course, and American and, and male flags as well. And there's lots of music here uh, in the crowd. Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was great, too. You were the kids behind the President of the United States waving male for Sam flags, Irish flags, American flags. What was it like? Uh, it was amazing. It was the most surreal experience ever. It was just like, like being in a movie. It was so, so weird. You felt like you were in a film. Yeah, it was so weird seeing him in person. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Like, surreal. You're a stone throw away from him, you know. He was, uh, so I'm shaking now. Like, oh, it's You're shaking? Oh, mental, mental. I'm Up Joe Biden, boy. Up Joe Biden, boy. <laughs> yeah, all of that. And when he said at the end, after 20 minutes. Oh, male for Sam. Guaranteed. Mayo for Sam. Mayo for Sam. I hope he's right. That's that's the bit of luck we need, like, you know, that's the bit of luck we need. And you're in an American flag. How are you feeling? Great. That was a great experience. You loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Every minute. 
Well, it's a success story, really, of uh, a family leaving in search of a better life and leaving Mayo to go um, to America in search of a better life and uh, coming back generations later as President of the United States. It's absolutely incredible. Mayo might not have Sam yet, but we do have Joe, and uh, it's a privilege, and um, I will remember it for the rest of my life, and I'm sure uh, all the young children here today will remember it. It's such an honour and a privilege to welcome here to him here to Ballinat today. Oh, it was amazing. The atmosphere was electric. Uh, everyone was waving flags and it was just great to welcome Joe Biden back to his home ancestral town, Ballina and Mayo here. People there in Ballina talking to our reporter, Henry uh, McKean. Henry, there's, when you watch it on the TV and when you, you listen to clips like that, it's hard to get a sense of whether the mood is performative paddy whackery or genuine warmth and excitement. What was it like? Well, I know the UK are saying, you know, it's a bit of Bagara. I would disagree. I would say it was a special historical moment. It was a celebration. It was a coming home. There was warmth. Uh, there was love. And obviously, we, we know about the tears that, that were witnessed earlier on uh, in the day over a knock, over coming across the, uh, that priest that he came across about uh, the last rites. But it, it was something special. It was like a rock concert. You could say uh, not the same amount of hysteria back in 2011 when Barack Obama was here, uh, but still something truly uh, special. And there was lots of delegation there and, and uh, a lot of politicians. Uh, here is uh, Mark Kennedy Shriver. He is a nephew of JFK, the, you could say, the other hugely famous uh, Irish Catholic, uh, uh, Irish-American president, uh, and also uh, the Minister of Enterprise, Trade and Employment, Simon Coveney, uh, straight after the address, um, just after Biden left. Uh, there was lots of excitement. Oh, look, I thought it was an absolutely fantastic night. Uh, I thought President Biden spoke really well. Uh, you could tell that he was really pumped up for this evening. Um, he really felt he was amongst friends, which he, which he is. Um, and I think his message was, was positive, was powerful, and reminds us of just how close the ties are between Ireland and the United States. And he embodies that. And to have a friend like that in the White House is just an extraordinary thing for Ireland. Uh, uh, given the, the challenges the world faces today, having a friend like President Biden, I think, is, uh, is something we're incredibly fortunate to have. Mark Shriver. What does it mean, that, that love, that connection? I think, you know, the fact that he's the second Irish-American Catholic president after my uncle uh, just is so fantastic. It's great for the country. He brings such hope and optimism to America at a time when we need it, not only in our country, but around the world. And that relationship with Ireland is so powerful. It's great to be home. There, yeah, that's Mark Kennedy Shriver, nephew of JFK, um, concluding that uh, piece of Vox Pop from Henry McKean. And if you want to see any of the pictures, of course, you can follow Henry on Twitter at Henry McKean. And there's tons of pictures, including that selfie of himself and Joe Biden at the White House. Now, in amongst all of the sort of celebration and flag waving and fun and crack and general um, Celtic mystic twilight Irish music stuff, there is a political significance to this uh, visit. Evidenced, as we'll talk about in a while, by how resentful some of the UK coverage has been about the demonstrations, the special relationship between Ireland and America. But as Simon Coveney said at the end of that, to have a relationship with the US that this visit demonstrates has to be seen as politically significant. And our political correspondent, Sean Defoe, has, of course, been covering the visit. Sean, is Simon Coveney correct in that, that this is a demonstration of a relationship that many countries would envy? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that, and, and the, the high watermark I sort of use is that commentary that has been there 
in the British press over the last few days. It was the same around Brexit and around the, the Paddy's Day visit that the Irish get every year when they were te- uh, terrified and incredibly resentful on an official level that Ireland had that access with Donald Trump because they had no idea what he was saying behind the scenes. And the same in to that, they don't know what Joe Biden was saying to the overacker behind the scenes. And largely neither do we actually either because he decided not to take any questions from the press on the trip. Um, but it, look, there's no doubt about it. You can get a US president to come to the country for three days in the middle of everything else that's happening, and keep in mind, there's quite a lot happening in the US at the moment between document leaks, between tensions with China, between tensions with Russia, between everything else that's going on. And Donald Trump himself was critical of Joe Biden being here for so long when, as I think he said it, the world is, is burning around him. So, yeah, look, it, it's absolutely massively significant, and especially for Mayo like last night. I mean, God almighty, talk about a holy atmosphere. You know, I think the political term was mighty crack, uh, was just being had by everybody, including Joe Biden. And everything about last night from, you know, Henry going around getting selfies with Joe Biden and, and Joni, I think he got as well to add on to the list from CNN, by the way, just Henry wouldn't tell you that himself. Um, it very much felt like a political presidential launch party, like the likes you were going to see over the next two years from Joe Biden, because, of course, as he was leaving Knock Airport as well, he did confirm to reporters that he does intend to run again for 2024. And I think a lot of this week was him trying to show, hey, I still got the energy for this. Yeah, I may be 80, but look at me. I'm going around Ireland doing all these different things, putting in four, five, six events in a different day, and I'm ready for a campaign. Well, let's have a listen to some of that campaigning energy. My mother, my grandmother, who was maiden name was Blewett, they're smiling down on me right now. And I can tell you what, that song speaks to me. It goes like, oh, the feeling that came over me to stay forevermore, forevermore, stay forevermore. And on the green and red of mail, oh, the green and red of mail, oh, the green and red of mail. truth of it is, being here does feel, I know I'm going to say, it feels like coming home. It really does. Over the years, stories of this place have become part of my soul, part of my family lore. Out of my grandfather Finnegan's home in Scranton, Pennsylvania, he yelled, Joey, keep the faith. Then I'd hear someone from the house yell, no, Joey, spread it. May God protect all those who serve the cause of peace. And oh, one more thing. Mail for Sam! Mail for Sam! My God, Sean, he's laying it on thick, it has to be said. There's, before we look at the, the, um, the confirmation, because he's, it, he has been mooting that he is going to run again since uh, the, the start of last week. He said it again then as he got onto Air Force One, as he, or rather onto, uh, yeah, Air Force One as he was departing knock. Before that, though, one of the things that I thought was significant in his speech to the Daw was the fact that he talked about Irish investment in the US and he talked about American multinational investment in Ireland because in political domestic terms, both of those are delicate issues. Issues, the issues around corporation tax, the issue around foreign domiciled US corporations and the issue around the America first agenda that Trump would have been so strong on. For him not to have been critical of those things, but to raise them as issues of merit, I thought was significant. Am I wrong? 
No, I, th- I think you're, you're right on that one. And it was one, I suppose the corporation tax one would be one that the Irish government was probably quite happy to hear him raise because it wasn't a difficult position, or it wasn't an easy position rather, for them to decide to sign up to it after so long with our cherished 12.5% rate. And of course, that rate is only going to apply or is still going to apply to companies with a turnover less than 750 million euros, so by the vast majority of companies, but not the very, very big hitters who we take a lot of tax from. So I thought it was interesting to go that way. I think last night, like really last night, politically, there was not a huge amount in his it was a lot of, you know, go, talking about the blue, it's going back to the families and, you know, they sold the bricks that built the cathedral behind him and that kind of carnival atmosphere, which was fantastic to be there for and which the crowd absolutely lapped up. But then politically, I thought the most significant things were definitely in that Dawes speech when he spoke about the FDI. That stats just is totally mental to think that Ireland is the ninth biggest investor in FDI into the United States in a country of five million people. Absolutely crazy. But then also one line I particularly liked out of this week um, when he always talks about Arden being nostalgic for the future, which is a line he's mentioned, I think, five or six times during the, the speech, but talked about how, particularly in Irish America, so much of the focus is on the past. It's about their ancestors and the great stories that they share down through the family, but maybe more of the focus should be on Ireland and the US future and the future uh, commercially together. And when you have the US president standing in the parliament saying it's one of the highlights of his career and saying that America will be your biggest backer and your biggest partner into the future and go hand in hand with you in whatever you, you are going to do, that is hugely significant. And yet at the same time, to go back to the carnival atmosphere and what Henry was talking about when I was walking through the crowd last night, the biggest talking point was two biggest talking points. One when I was chatting to people, they were saying how genuine they thought he was, that he just seemed to really connect with people that they thought he seemed like a real person rather than someone shouting sound bites from a stage. Uh, and the other was the amount of people going to each other. Do you think that'll lift the curse now? Do you think that'll do it? That's enough. <laughs> well, we'll keep our fingers crossed. Sean, thank you very much for that. That is Sean Defoe, uh, News Talks political correspondent. The Anton Savage Show, Saturday morning at 9 on News Talk.